0: We still do 7 NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcasting video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today. Good evening, welcome to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Super Superman and Gibbo join me as always on a Thursday. Good evening, lads, how are you?
1: Alright, Steve, thank you Bye, Bye John Bye.
0: Good to see you, lads Good to see you, and uh, yes uh, plenty to talk about, as always for the next hour, and uh, if you want to get a question into the lads, then uh, stick them in the chat and we will endeavour to get to them uh, Newcastle and Malcolm out of the Carabao Cup in the quarter-final stage, uh, missing out on a on a derby in the semis as well. Um, some might say it's a derby, others don't, but I always do. Newcastle and Middlesbrough would have been in the semi-final, but pointless thinking of that. We are out, and we had it in our hands, Malcolm. Uh, One nil up, uh, four minutes to go, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we conceded a, an equaliser and uh, then lost on penalties. And um, I've got to be honest, Malcolm, that 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 really hurt me. That uh, it took me. It's took me a while to get over it. Um I'm okay now, but it was it was a tough one to take because the path to the path to Wembley hadn't been easy, but watching Newcastle despite the injuries that they had against Chelsea, we had more than enough to beat them uh, the other night. We didn't and I think that's why I'm disappointed and then seeing that semi-final draw, um we could have been we could have been at Wembley again.
1: Uh yeah. Um yes. It, it... It would be very easy to have a go at Trippier For, for the mistake that he made That led to the equalising goal But I'm not going to Because uh, uh, um, he, he's, he, he's a damn good pro He's a very good player And okay, so he's made a mistake um, uh, w- Which is a rare thing for him what does, what does concern me Most of all though Is how many late goals we're letting in and we are losing a lot of points. We're getting knocked out of uh, of two cup competitions through late goals. Um, and what I'm not seeing is, and it used to it used to just be a, a general thing, um, at all the clubs that I've played with, you get to the last 10 minutes or so. And if you're 1-0 up, if you're 2-0 up, You don't go herring forward in numbers. What you do is you look to get the ball into the opposing half and get it into the corners and hold on to it. But we're just charging forward Um, willy-nilly. And we're losing a lot of points by it. And late goals have knocked us out of the two cup competitions that we've been in. So far. Um, and it all started against Liverpool at the beginning of the season, nearly. Uh, where um, they scored in the 81st minute. And, and, and if we hadn't learned our lesson, they scored then in the 90, uh, 90 plus third minute. You know, somewhat. It, uh, um, and then it goes all the way through. West Ham, Borussia Dortmund, PSG, Everton. They got... Th- they got three in in the last eleven minutes, for heaven's sake, Tottenham, AC Milan, and then Chelsea, and that's and that's eleven um, goals let in um, in twenty six games, and that's eleven late goals when we've only let in a total of uh, 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 of of 22 goals. Uh, sorry, of, of um, uh, where are we? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 21 goals. We've let in a, a, a total of 21 goals, and um, and we've got 11 scored in the last 10 minutes or so. And it, it, so it's glaring. It is absolutely glaring. And and I think we can we can go back to um, we we can go back to the Liverpool game for heaven's sake, and that was absolutely um, appalling in the way that we gave the last ten minutes away, uh, gave the game away in the last ten minutes against them. And so um, uh, uh, and I don't see things changing. We're not learning from our mistakes that's a major problem if something is wrong put it right but we're not doing that Your
2: well huge 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 disappointment and um, mainly because we give an um, like uh, Malcolm, I'm not going to have a go trip here. I think he's got so many, uh, so much goodwill in the bank, even though he's made quite a few mistakes recently. What he's done for this club since he's come has been absolutely wonderful and it would be dreadful to point the finger. He got caught late on between... In a split second, he didn't know whether to flick the ball back on towards it, going out on the far side, or cushion headed to the keeper. And he ended up doing neither. He got caught in no, no man's land, not certain what to do. The ball dropped off his head, mm-hmm. and, and that was it. And of course, his head's going to be all over the place by the time penalties come. I haven't made that particular mistake, but I've got nothing but sympathy for him. I am decimated to have gone out of two cup competitions. When we had effectively won both Because we were ahead at half-time Against both AC Milan and Chelsea And with and going into the last minutes As Matt said We were in the Europa League At least in Europe And we were in the semi-final Of the League Cup um, And therefore it is dreadfully hard to take um, And ironically, you know what we're facing, Steve, in the rest of the season is just getting what we've just given up Our aim in the rest of the season has got to be um, qualifying for the Champions League And getting to a quarterfinal of a domestic cup, the FA Cup this time But making a count by going on and winning the thing So in fact, what we had just a fortnight ago, and we lost inside one week Is what we're trying desperately to get back in the rest of of this season And then, you you know, you think What what are the reasons why it has gone suddenly wrong? Well, the most obvious one is the fact that we have an injury list Which has remained in double figures for weeks now And that is an incredible burden to carry So is it that, or is it that we've blown it? That we've had matches won and then individual mistakes or lack of game management, because our game management hasn't been good at all. Which is another way of what Malcolm's been talking about. Or, yeah. or have we have we blown it? Now I think it's it's both. We have been incredibly incredibly unlucky, and we have blown it. We've done both those things, mm. and I I, I think. You know, injuries are getting more and more. Why? Because well, we're having to play with the same players all the time, and fatigue comes in, and I think you're more susceptible to injuries when suffering from fatigue, legs, I mean, etc. That's sort all of the fatigue. And um, you know, you look at our recent record, and that shows through. We haven't been able to change the team much, if at all, and We've lost six of our last ten games in all competitions. That's but one.
0: But one seven out of seven at home. It
2: seems to be a problem away, John. Well, yes, it oh, without this, without a doubt.
1: Yeah, fact, yeah. It, we, We've only conceded four goals at home and crazy. conceded seventeen away from home. That's crazy. Well, I mean, it is the away form. And that, that's we, in the
2: Premier League. Yeah, sure. yeah, I was going to say that. In fact, you know, you can look at it another way because you can twist figures to. To be whatever you want them to be I mean, our home record in the Premier League Is nothing sort of sensational We've won every match but one But we can look at it the other way And say we played three matches At home in the Champions League And lost two of them Mm. And the one we lost um, in the league Was to Liverpool Who are an elite uh, team Yeah like two the, goals like in the, the last game. 10 minutes as well, John that's a, that's a, Yeah, yeah But what I mean is we've lost two at home In the in, mm. in the Champions League Plus a, a one to Liverpool Sure, Away from home is what worries me Because we had a terrific Record away from home Last season in mm. the Premier League And now it, it is exactly the opposite, outside sure. of what is becoming become an oasis, which is the Sheffield United game. Yeah. You know? And, and, and what, have,
1: what we haven't mentioned, John, are the shocking performances away from home. Um, Everton, Bournemouth. We're, oh, we're just, yes, of course. We're of course. just and, weren't and, in the game.
2: And the worry is that we're playing that sort of side again on Sunday when we're away to lose. Yeah, and they're in the bottom half of the table for for heaven's sake sake, and they're murdering us. We've got to get it right. But having said that, I want to keep a a sense of proportion because Mm -hmm. the the biggest thing that Newcastle did, and this is a very silly thing to say, but bear with me for a moment, is they made a rod for their own back by finishing fourth. When you look at the way Manchester City, when they were taken over, they finished mid-table the first season they were taken over, with a very similar situation in Newcastle. Arabs coming in with a lot of money, taking over a club, and we're going to make it a super club. But they finished mid-table the first season, fifth the second season, and slowly built on that and become the Manchester City we know today. We went straight from a relegation side to fourth top. So, uh, so, all of a sudden, we almost put expectation going through the roof. And then, of course, it all goes pear shape. But you can look at it the other way and say, well, what, we're seventh in the league. We made a good fist of it in the Champions League. We were never the fourth, uh, the bottom side in our group. But, I mean, but for being robbed by the referee in Vaughan, Paris Saint Germain, we would have gone through. Um, and we reached the quarter-final of the League Cup Having beaten Manchester City, the European champions And Manchester United, they holders. this um, So it's not all doom and gloom But where we worry We know that long-term the Newcastle United future Is secure and is inevitable What is not so uh, obvious is the immediate future of us Because we've lost six of the last ten We've got a horrendous injury list Every time we play, somebody else You know, now it's Anthony God, Somebody else is injured to add to the list And therefore the immediate future is what's worrying But, um, you know, the rest of the season You can look at it two ways You can say things are slipping away from us Because of our atrocious luck with injuries And the injuries are still uh, mounting up And therefore, you know, it it can be tough Or you can look at it the other way and say We're going back in the second half of the season To what we had last season Which is a very light workload Because we're we're only in the FA Cup and, and the Premier League So we've got the same sort of workload that got us to fourth top last season and we've got the january window about to open where we can do something about the injuries and do something about recruitment so we should have a better second half of the season results wise than we've had in the first half of the season you can look at it that way in in other words is is the Jordy? Pine pot half full or half empty You can make a case out for either And we're we're about to find out, aren't we? Because, uh, you know, results will determine everything Certainly, we've got to take six points out the next two games Because they're against Luton and against Nottingham Forest Which are below average sides Because after that, we've got Liverpool, Man City and Arsenal And a little matter of the FA Cup at Sunderland as well. So there's a big, big programme coming, which means that anything less than six points against Luton and Forrest will be like chucking points away like confetti in the wind sort of thing. They've got to get those six points because of the next three games uh, or so. The next three games are against top four clubs in, in Man City, Liverpool and Arsenal. Yeah. And an FA Cup tie in there So we've got to get the six points out of this Will we? Well, Aston
0: Villa. Yeah, Aston Villa and Arsenal yeah. Sorry,
2: I'm absolutely correct Aston Villa and Arsenal, my apologies But as I say, three top four sides
0: Yeah, uh, it's, I mean that's, that's going to be pivotal To where we finish this season, John, that month And it's it's oh, coming at the worst possible time for us, isn't it? Really? It is,
2: it is, it is, without a shadow of doubt um, And I think uh, two of those games... Aston Villa um, and Liverpool, two of the big three games are with from home. So, yeah. you know, with the mm-hmm. current away form that that we have. So it is a tough old period. And of course, every cup's away from home, albeit from, uh, against the championship side. But um, it's gonna be a tough old time, but we have a chance to steady the board by getting six points out of six. Uh, Away to Luton and home to Forest But it is very, very hard Because I do think When you watch us We are running on empty A lot of the time,
1: aren't we? Especially away from home Yeah, but is there a a fitness problem, John? Because I've I've highlighted how many goals Have been scored in the last 10 minutes Is it uh, uh, I, I personally feel That the way we play in the last ten minutes, we don't change the game. We don't. We don't say, okay, let's just get the shutters up. We're one-nil up. Let's keep it at that. Um, that 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 we're flooding forward. But is it also perhaps um, fair to say that in those last ten minutes, that that um, that the legs aren't as strong as they should be?
2: Well, I mean, again, if you haven't been able to change your side And we've been playing three games a week Weekend, midweek, weekend That's yeah. going to stop now Once you get the uh, the festive season out the way mm-hmm. Because we're only going to be playing in the league In the FA Cup But if you've played the same players virtually every game The same outfield players virtually every game And for three games a week Then by the end of the game comes you would suspect that tiredness mentally as well as physically will play a major part i don't know that you can honestly say i would be surprised that they they're they're being under trained you could have said that with um steve bruce but i don't think you can say with any how that they're not physically fit enough
1: i.e their training's not making them fit sure i'll tell you what i'm not seeing john I am not seeing players, and, and we've got experienced players. We've got Trippier, who who um, uh, can act as captain. We've got cells, who is the current captain with him in the side. Um, and what they're not doing is they're not changing the game. You're not seeing them, you know, as we get to, say, the last 15 minutes, and we're 1-0 up, away from home, let's put the barriers up. And, and they're not starting to dictate to other players as to what to do and everybody's just getting on the ball flooding forward um, and we're getting caught time and again time and again and I'm, and i'm I'm getting really fed up with it i I have to say that we that we keep getting caught you know for heaven's sake you know when the, the, the number of goals that we've actually conceded, in the, in the last 10 minutes, it, it's horrendous. And we're not doing anything about it. It's not registering with the players and it doesn't seem to be registering with the manager or the coaches to say, right, last 10 minutes. And okay, and I, I can understand that the players, they, that uh, um, because of the workload that, that, that they've had, there aren't the the, the, uh, the numerous subs like other clubs have, to bring on and, and uh, um, to to bring fresh legs on, and and so you have to come up with a plan to overcome all of that. And when you when you're coming up to eighty minutes in a game, you're one nil up away from home. Put the shutters up for heaven's sake! And uh, and no, we don't. We go flooding forward, and we're inviting them. Um, to, to just come and attack us with space, and I, I, I just, you know, is there is there a plan B? Because I also I think, think my team. A, works attacking wise, but sometimes you need plan B and defend. Sometimes it's as simple,
2: you know, is is just keeping your shape. I mean, you don't have to be. Ultra defensive, like 10 people behind the ball No, no, I'm head. not saying that, John I oh, know you're not But I'm no. just saying for fans Because the first thing fans say The minute you say shut up, shop," You think, yeah, oh, I don't want to be defensive Because we've been defensive for 15 years And Ashley, I want to be attacking But it isn't a matter of being defensive If you keep your shape in your centre-half plays as a centre-half in the last quarter of an hour rather than marauding forward if your midfielders stay disciplined and stay in position instead then you, you can see the game out and you can counter attack in the way that AC Milan did against us late in the game of course where they kept the shape and kept the patience and then done us when we left spaces that could be exploited um but we've got to start finding ways and and which is the point you're making, Malcolm? We've got to start finding ways of getting results, yeah. Because we're not getting results at the moment. Yes, we are at home, like the Fulham game, and uh, yeah, they ten men. So yes, that helped enormously. We're, but we've got to find a way of getting results because sure. we don't because want, to, we can't let the season run away from us, and it is in danger of
1: running away from us. Well, yes, That's it is, I'm and and the more that we we concede in late on in a game, the more the season runs away with you um, because what when that goal goes in you've got very little time to do anything about it yeah. um, and and when you think that of, of, of that of all um, of the goals that have been scored this season so far, 11 goals have come against us in the last 10 minutes now, there's no other set of 10 minutes in the game that have had more goals scored against us through through this season so far than the last 10 minutes. We're giving them away. We are absolutely just giving them away. And, 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 it, and this should be ringing alarm bells in the dressing room and the manager's office. Alarm bells, loud and clear. Right we've got to do something about this And the the warnings Have been there for some while now And I still don't see anything Being done about it And well And against Chelsea On on Tuesday night for heaven's sake um, I I thought We were just opening doors for them in In those last Few minutes opening doors Saying oh go on after you For heaven's sake close it all up Put the put the shutters up, and um, and and defend with your lives, and no mistakes. You know, and if it, if it's coming awkwardly at you, just get your head to it or your boot to it, and get it as far away from the goal as possible. Um, and you know, don't get and, and and when you're thinking like that, you don't get caught in two minds, John, like Trippier did. You know, he was trying to I don't know be be a bit clever. Hey, come on, the referee's not far from blowing the final whistle, for heaven's sake. You know, t-
0: don't be pretty, don't be clever, just be effective. It was a fatal, it was one of those fatal ones, wasn't it? I mean, we, we've all, you know, most of us have played football in some way, shape or form, and you're always told, especially in that situation, don't let the ball bounce. And that was, yeah. you know, Mudrick was in on him like a flash, and that was it. The rest is history, and penalties, it's a lottery, you know. I yeah, because he got caught... It, it, the, yeah. ball, the balls just dropped
1: off him And, yeah. and, he's, and he was on his heels And, and so it's difficult to, to, um, to get your balance Going forward rather than backwards um, yeah. and, and so He got caught But the point I'm making Is that That should never even come As a chance at all In the last few minutes Just get it away With his head Just banging up in the air yeah, it doesn't matter. It, it, you're not being, you're not being clever. You're not being pretty at a time like that. You're being effective.
0: You know what though? Uh, in perspective, right? Forget, forget about it being the Carabao Cup quarter final, right? Let Let's look at it from a, a a footballing point of view. with the players we've got available in the last few weeks, we've beaten Chelsea at home four one. We've beaten Manchester United at home one nil. We've been beaten the PSG and drawn ones each, and we've gone to Chelsea, albeit in the Carabao Cup, but. In normal time, we've drawn 1-1. With the with the injuries we've got, Eddie Howe, you know what? Fair play to you, mate. You, you've done your best. It hasn't been good oh. enough to get us through to the semi-finals, but by lad, you and the players, you have pulled up trees. And and I want to finish the first half, Malcolm, just on a positive by saying, well done, Kieran Trippier, fans' footballer of the year. 10,000 votes cast. A nationwide, a nationwide competition the reach fans footballer of the year from people from all different, uh, all different clubs was Kieran Trippier and in a time when he probably needs an arm around his shoulder and maybe, you know, a little bit, of, a, a, a little, a little bit of, you know, respect from the fans. Well done to him. Um, and I, I think that was, I think that was probably a timely boost for him, Malcolm. Um, at a time when, you know, yeah. he will be, you'll be, you'll be kicking Steve. himself. Nobody will be hurting more than him. For, okay. For that, when, when that. did
1: he know about this?
0: What was that? Sorry, he found when, out. He, when did was, he get to find out? After the game, it wasn't. It wasn't announced till after the game.
1: It, right after the Chelsea game. It was okay. a day later.
0: It was a day later. Um, okay. I mean, he'll still be smarting. We're all smarting from going mm-hmm. out of the quarterfinals. But, um, but looking back on his two-year career, Malcolm, I, I, I've got to be honest. As, as, as my, as my team, as a football Newcastle United fan, I think he's every bit as important. For me, in the time that we signed him as maybe signing Kevin Keegan Was, signing, signing Kevin Keegan And potentially yeah,
1: and Steve, I'm not going to disagree Because I think that, not only Has he come in and, and shown through his Own ability, the way the game uh, Should And could be played um, uh, But he Works hard to improve All of those around him And all the time he's talking Talking, talking to to other players, to help them and improve their game, um, and I, I think that he's uh, uh, um, uh, he, he, he's such a valuable asset um, as a player or as a coach, you know. And if, if in if in a couple of years' time, when he decides, so well, I, I think uh, um, I, I can't to continue as a player. Oh, Newcastle should say right. Get your coaching badge, and you'd be into our coaching team.
0: Yeah, big thanks to uh, Malogi I think it is, who says uh, a big hello to Malcolm. Uh, the, the The person who sent the message says that her dad remembers you from uh, back in the day. So, very, many thanks for that. Yeah, John, Kieran Trippier, amazing, well,
2: um, uh, amazing,
0: I'm... amazing servant over the last few years, last couple of years.
2: He set the whole tone of Newcastle's rise from the dead, didn't he? He was very early signing for us. He came to us having just won La Liga um, out in Mm. Madrid. And he set the tone because once he came, Bruno come very quickly after that. All of a sudden, we had quality players and other quality players were willing to come and join the fight. And he has been... there's a great thing where the house says we have a lot of leaders, we have a lead, leaders group of players, not just a, a, a team captain, uh, and it's Lascelles, and it's Burn, and it's Trippier, and it's Wilson, etc., etc. That you know steer this club towards where it's going, uh, where we hope it will go, and. Without question, the most influential man in that group is Trippier More than any of the others who are in that management group of players And um, I I think what's been startling for all of us recently Is that, you know, and it it happens to the best And this has proved it You know, there's been so many mistakes a poor lad's made In a short space of time, not spread over these two years here that everybody say well that can't be kieran kieran doesn't make mistakes like that and um, but everybody's human everybody does and um you know i think he more than anybody has be has shown examples not just with what's happened on on goal but that, that he is running on empty i think he has look because he's played every single game uh, week after week after week after week until mm. he was suspended and missed Fulham was it, and you know, until that come along, he was just automatic, it, time and time and time and time and time again. And um, and you know, when we had a problem, he stepped in at left back so that Levantko could play right back when yeah. when we initially had the problem. And um, he has been an absolutely magnificent uh, servant. And you know, I'm hoping that when we're next at home, because that's when we have fifty thousand Jordies there, and um, Rather than at Luton He is so well received When he comes out for that game And makes him realise how much He is loved at Newcastle Mm. Because he is And by the way, he has earned that right There's absolutely no question He's earned that right And he's got a manager that absolutely adores him And will be giving him every support It's possible to give him From Monday to Friday When when they're just training So he will come out of it Because he is very strong uh, mentally he oh, right.
1: Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he, he'll come through. I've got no doubts on that. And, uh, and for heaven's sake, everybody uh, can make a mistake here and there. Um, it, it's just, it's just frustrating that uh, the one on Tuesday mm-hmm. was, was was so costly. Yeah, um,
0: Kenny W. Kenny W. says trip. Yeah, four years at Spurs, sixty-eight games. Three years at Madrid, sixty-four games. One year at Newcastle, sixty games. Says it all, um, yeah. which, which, which is A good point there, okay We're yeah, going to play the ads and then we'll be Back after this A big thanks to all our sponsors Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 2545 253 Email inquiries at skipsandbins.com Website skipsandbins.com Easy contract free And pay as you go waste collection Thanks again to Mr Vicky Sauces, handmade in Cumbria if you'd like to order some, then give them a call on 01768 210102. Go to the website, mrvickies.co.uk, or drop them an email, info at mrvickies.co.uk. A big thanks to United Group Travel. They're a family firm based in Morpeth with pickups throughout the northeast. No strangers on our tours, just people you haven't met yet. They've got a presence on Facebook and a website unitedgrouptravel.com If you want to make a booking, give them a call on 01670 632 460 or mobiles 0791 666 4174 71 41654 Thanks to Darren Baldwin Funerals, Independent Funeral Directors, let us look after you in your time of need. They're based on Old Durham Road in Gateshead and you can contact them at their website darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk. email darren at uk, or give them a call 0191 478 2730 A big thanks to Media Arts for all the help with the technical side of things and a big thanks to New Workwear. You can find them at newworkwear.com If you want to help the channel, hit the thumb up To subscribe, hit the subscribe button and share to your other social media. You can also pay a one off fee of £25 to get a scarf, a cup, a pen, and a membership card. Go to the website, nufcmatters.com, and click membership or put your smartphone over this QR code. We also support the food bank on this channel. If you want to make some donations virtually, go to nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk. And make a donation today. We're also a podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast providers. Just search NUFC Matters. I'm also a part of the Northeast Footy Breaky Show. You can listen to that Monday to Friday, seven or nine, at thetoonuk.com. We've also got an event coming up next year, it's in January the 19th at the Tyneside Irish Centre. It's an evening with Nobby Solano. Tickets are available on voucher for £20. Don't forget, Supermac and Gibbo do every pre-match at Louis Liquor Store. It's free entry, children welcome, and there is great food by Fed's Fried Chicken. They're usually on pre-match and sometimes post-match at Louis Liquor Store. Don't forget, before the next home game, no pre-match talking. Uh, We will make an announcement in due course about the one in the new year. Okay, coming back to uh, the questions, uh, I'm I'm just going to highlight this one for you, John. Uh, Jordy, to believe, just says, have you got any information on Dan Ashworth? This has been a story that's run in the press for the last couple of weeks. Dan Ashworth came out Mm and Categorically said he was happy at Newcastle as as he as as, as Eddie Howe was. Uh, is this just is this just stories for clicks, John, or is there any substance to this? I mean, it's all very much up in the air. If Jim, if Sir Jim Ratcliffe gets Manchester United, well, you know, he might not get Manchester United. So I guess at the moment it's a bit of a non-story.
2: It is. But like a lot of non-stories, there's a little credence of, of truth in that. In that. Yeah. The part that is right is that Ratliff thinks he's his quality. And if Ratliff gets in and then gets his own way, which he, 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 he will do, get his own way, I mean, he would probably make an approach for this guy. It doesn't mean that Dan Ashworth is going to say automatically, yes, I'm dying to go to Manchester tonight and off he goes. Um, but like any good operators and newcastle united are very clever behind the scenes and um, they have quietly looked at the situation and then made a plan b and um, which is uh, it, the guy at bournemouth who worked very closely with eddie when they were both at bournemouth together and if anything happened if the worst come the worst and newcastle aren't saying right we sacrificed with. Now and we're now going to go and do Plan B, but you ought to have a Plan B. You know, clubs have got to have a Plan B. You it's no good getting caught cold and something happening and then saying, "Oh dear me, I didn't expect that." And it, what do we do now? And um, so that they have got a quiet cover of what road they would go down, but it's very very early days. And Dan's bound to say what he's saying, which is that he's very happy at Newcastle, and I've got no reason to think that that's untrue anyway. But he's, he's going to say that because this is where he is and that's what his future is and I, and I hope it stays exactly the way it is now But there is a plan B in case so that we're not caught with our trousers down And, and, and that is the most important part of it But at this stage, it's so much pie in the sky Because until Radcliffe moves in, um, then, you know, the whole thing doesn't apply But if he does get in He'll make tentative inquiries To see if he can get him If he feels he can get any encouragement Either from Dana or from Newcastle He will pursue it If he can't, he'll go off and do something else Uh, Quite frankly, he's got enough problems down there To keep him well busy for an awful long time Because they, they have so much work to be done To get anywhere near what they were I mean, they're light years away from Ferguson time they're absolutely, like anyway. Mm-hmm. and it's their problem. I want us to stay the way we are, but there is a plan B if it becomes necessary.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, what I would also say, though, John, is looking at it from uh, the perspective of Dan Ashworth: where is the where is the real job satisfaction going to come from? And I think it's got to be Newcastle United because um, financially. We are in the position over the next decade or so to become the biggest club in the world. Now, if you don't want to, if you don't want to be in on that one, uh, what's your real ambition? Uh, yeah. Just pocketing higher money? Well, I don't think that that really. Uh, certainly, this Newcastle United will be paying him a. An extremely good salary
2: And you're right Malcolm in As much as things are already In place here There's a calmness about the club Because yes. they know the road they're going down They know that the owners Want to do a A, B, and C and D There's total confusion at Manchester United That you've got to put right There's a bigger clear-out needed on the playing side Than there ever was at Newcastle Because there's troublemakers within the club As well Mm -hmm. as people that aren't pulling their weight And aren't good enough So there's an awful lot of work to be done And you know what? I remember talking to Kevin Keegan When we got him in at the beginning of the entertainers And he said, this is the place to be This is a sleeping giant. This is a place with no recent history. So anything you do, the first trophy you win at Newcastle United, you're on top of Grey's Monument. If you win 20 trophies over the next 20 years at Manchester United, you've just done what Ferguson did. It's, yeah. you do, so you're going to get Loaded more for what you do With Newcastle who have never of won a Since 1969 than if you win 12 Trophies in 20 years of Manchester United say well oh, Ferguson won 15 mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, and there's An awful lot of work to be done there And you could say well uh, But they've got the financial Clout in their big club Newcastle have got the financial clout so mm-hmm. they, it can be done here, yeah, but it but
1: it can't fully show itself just yet. Not yet, but it's inevitable. It's but, it, as oh, I said, absolutely, right, it, it is inevitable.
2: If, as I said right at the beginning of the program, Malcolm, I am not worried. You know what's happened recently, which mm-hmm. we're not pleased about—the way we went out of Europe and the way we went out of the uh, League Cup because we were very unlucky, or we blew it, or whatever, whatever, whatever. But I have no worries about the long-term future of Newcastle United. The only concerns I've got is the immediate future. By that, I mean the next half-dozen games. I'm not Long-term, we are only heading one way. That will happen regardless. The, the, the problem we've got with injuries and how quickly can we do things in the January transfer market, the problem we've got is... You know, looking at Liverpool, Man City, Aston Villa, Sunderland in the cup—that's a problem we've got. It, it, it long term, we haven't got a problem. Mm.
0: Mm. Absolutely. You, just get just get, before we start looking ahead to the game of the weekend. Just want to ask you about Lewis Hall, lads. Uh, Malcolm, start with you first. Lewis Hall um, on the bench uh, for the for the for the Carabao Cup game hasn't featured a great deal. Um, played really well against Manchester United away, got a goal. Uh, but doesn't really seem to be fitting into Eddie Howe's plans at the moment, and he was eligible to play against his parent club on Tuesday night. Do, do you think it's just well, something that he's not doing in training? Do you think there's something that there's, Do you think there's something that maybe he's just short of that that Eddie needs to see before he he starts putting him into the the, the team? Because yeah, quite, a possibly. lot of people a lot of people saying Eddie Howe picked you know put Richie on ahead of Lewis Hall, which seems a lot of people saying it's a bit strange. But he works with them day to day, doesn't he, Mal? Yes,
1: yeah, and he's and he's known Richie for for many years, and he knows exactly what Richie will do. And I, and I and personally, I think he was right to to um, to bring Richie on. But at, and at the same time, I think what you've got to remember is that uh, that Lewis Hall would have been under uh, um, s- severe pressure at Stamford Bridge, and uh at, 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 and, and richie was under no real pressure at all um and so uh no i i was quite happy with with the situation and i think that uh, lewis hall has got a i think he's got a big um a, a a big test on his hands to to work his way into the first team i have no doubt that at some point we will see him in the first team as a regular um but I mean- he is a young lad and, and the manager and the coaches, they'll be looking at him and saying, is he ready? Is he ready? And that's the question that you're always asking yourself and your coaches about youngsters Is he really ready? But what, but what concerns me,
2: I think it's intriguing It's absolutely fascinating And nothing adds up this is a kid that played 11-12 games For Chelsea first team last season We mm-hmm. looked, Played twice against Newcastle And was star man for Chelsea against Newcastle yes. Newcastle decided Whoever that was Whether it was Eddie Howe Whether it's his relation Who's in the scouting team Whether it was Dan Ashworth, uh, Whoever it was Newcastle decided That this kid is so good We'll take him on loan and commit to spend up to £35 million on an 18-year-old at the end of the season. Now, the only reason we didn't do it originally is because we want to spread the load because of financial fair play, and that then goes into Mm -hmm. the next financial year. But if Newcastle decided that this kid is worth £35 Upwards of that, I think it's 28 initially in, in add-ons How on earth, and we commit, by the way, that we must spend it That is what we're led to believe Now the, and, uh, Eddie is is muddying the waters by saying, well, there's a criteria to meet Well, what's the criteria? And then and that suggestion is the criteria is that we're committed to buy him If he plays X number of games this season but Chelsea have come out and said that that is it's the deal doesn't depend on how many mm-hmm. games plays. Now Yeah, that's how I understand it as well. But you then look at the current situation, boys. You look at the current situation. We have been talking about an injury list of between 12 and 14 players, plus Tonali, who can't play, of course, for obvious reasons. So if we have that injury list. And you have a kid who you have deemed worth thirty-five million pound, and you don't bring him on. Never mind, start him. How often do we bring him on? We don't. We we don't start him, and we don't bring him on. And on the rare occasions, in the very way, I've spotted more Doros and Jasmine Dean than I've seen Lewis Hall recently. Um, but so if and when we've started him. We've brought him off at half time, which is almost humiliating for our players, Malcolm. I'm certain will agree. Mm. You know, to mm. be sucked as early as half time yes. if you haven't got an injury is almost humiliation. We've done that two more than once, and then we don't start them at all. We don't use them down there. And yet we're on the bones of our backside in terms of personnel. Now mm. I defy anybody. That doesn't add up. There is something behind the scenes with Lewis Hall. And it might be that, that Eddie wasn't the one that decided he was worth 35 million. And when he looks at him, he's decided now he isn't worth 35 mm. million. Makes and, you wonder, doesn't it? Oh, and he sort of suggested, well, we've got to work on his defensive side of the game because he mm. was a midfielder and he's now a full-back. But he played fullback for them all last season at Chelsea and got 11, 12 games. In the first team And was star man Against Newcastle All of a sudden We don't fancy him There's something wrong Somewhere Believe you me It does not mm-hmm. Somebody said He's worth 36 million And Eddie Won't even put him on As a sub Never mind against Chelsea Which Steve You were right He was available And that case, But he He hasn't put him on regularly We have got nobody but he's, he's more likely to bring Kraf on He's more likely to bring Richie on at 33 or 34 He's more likely to bring Kraf on Who's been a year and a half out I bet he'd bring on before Hall is left back if, if the case number. How on earth does a kid, 18 That plays for England under 20s and, and we have committed up to 35 million on him And we, he can't even get on to sub there's something wrong between the guy that's decided how much this guy is worth and the manager who picks a team.
1: Yeah, interesting one, John.
2: No, oh. it is.
1: Yeah, it is. And, it, it is. and I think that what, uh, what you have just said that to all those that have listened, they're going to look at Sir uh, Lewis Hall and the situation that he has with Newcastle United. They're going to look with slightly different eyes now. Yeah. I mean, the, thing the
2: interesting thing, Malcolm, it would all make sense if we took him on loan with an option to buy him for 35 million. Yes. If we took him on loan, the manager. But it's actually
1: a done deal,
2: John, well, isn't it? That is what we are led to believe in. That's what yeah. Chelsea are floating to us. And that's what Newcastle have not corrected. They, they, it, you know, they, it is a done deal and that it was only done out of cleverness what sides do and well done newcastle so that the money goes into next season's pot instead of this season's pot in the financial fair play and now that's what we were told it was and the lad so thrilled to come because he's a newcastle United supporter etc etc and all of a sudden um, and I mean, I'm fascinated by Eddie's press conferences Because he's the only bloke I know that says 100 words And they don't mean a thing yeah, I mean, he's, he's the most wonderful bloke I've ever known They've been able to say bug of all while saying a lot I mean, he, he gets, he's got this I mean, if he's got a lot of good things going for him Like man management, like tactic, like uh, He's also got something unique going for him He can talk all day and say an Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I mean, all he did with Lewis Hall when he was brought up by uh, the press Was confuse the situation even further by saying, well, I don't know what's off Well, if he doesn't know what's off, it's about time he found out Mm -hmm. But he says, I don't know what's off He says, but uh, I think there's criteria to be met And everybody's suddenly saying, is there a loophole where we don't have to take him? What's the criteria? Well, the only criteria must be that he's got to play If he plays 16 games for Newcastle (laughs) Then we've got to buy him So then you don't allow him to play 16 games In case you don't want to buy him Then Chelsea come out and say that's not the case So what is the case? I'll tell you one thing That's an absolute certainty And I know this because I'm in the press room The press lads are waiting for the press conference tomorrow And it'll not be do you feel sorry for Trippier and have you given him a kiss and then do you feel that we can recover from losing at chelsea it's going to be what the hair is going on with lewis Hall. Mm-hmm. it's going to be asked that tomorrow because he didn't play him at chelsea having got into a situation where you could for all it's his parent club still we were in a situation which we weren't in the league but we were in the league Cup, where we could have played him and he never even got on now he is going to be bombarded with questions about Lewis Hall at tomorrow's press conference. And you know the biggest certainty of the lot, lads? He will give his explanations and none of them will be any the wiser.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, it's a one that'll run and run. Um, before the cup game, he was asked, uh, you know, Lewis Hall's on the bench, he's allowed to play. Um, he goes, yeah, I can't wait to see him. Uh, well, he saw him on the bench all night. <laughs> i've seen the do- i've seen a dodo more often than i've seen yeah. Lewis. <laughs> okay newcastle uh take on luton town yes uh, this is another classic luton town away uh it's the first time we will have visited uh kenilworth road since february 1984. it's a good old-fashioned non-televised three o'clock kickoff uh all 1100 away section tickets have been sold the ground itself holds 10,265 supporters, so it's a, it's a very tight, old-fashioned ground as well. Uh, the fir- first-ever Premier League meeting with the Hatters makes Luton the 50th different side that we faced in the Premier League. Uh, Kenilworth Road is the 60th venue. Uh, team news, well, we'll know a little bit more, or probably not, tomorrow from Eddie's <laughs> Uh News of availability of Anthony Gordon, Emil Kraft, Alexander Isak, Joe Linton and Fabio Cher is We're mm. overweight. Or... Uh, Nick Pope, Elliot Anderson, Harvey Barnes, Matt Target, Joe Willick, Javier Manquillo, Jacob <laughs> Murphy are all out. And Sandro Tonali, of course, Gee is in until August. Uh, well done, though. One bright spot from the other night Sven Botman is expected to play. He played 45 minutes against Chelsea and he mm. looked just as good as new. One other little bit of homework Jamal Lasells and Sean Longstaff are both one caution away from a one match Premier League ban. Uh, so, in order to avoid that, They've got to avoid being booked against either Luton or Nottingham Forest. So, fingers crossed for that. Yeah. Great, great news coming out of Luton today. Uh, Tom Lockyer is now out of hospital. Uh, he, he, of course, suffered a cardiac arrest during Saturday's Premier League game against Bournemouth, which was eventually abandoned and rightly so. Sure, and uh, the second
1: time this year that he suffered. Yes, yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, there are it's two former Newcastle players in Luton Town squad as well. And Ross Townsend and former goalkeeper Tim Krull. At home, Luton so far this season, while Rob Edwards has seen his side beat Crystal Palace and draw with both Wolves and Liverpool. West Ham, Burnley, Spurs, Arsenal and Manchester, Manchester City all left with three points. Uh, Spurs are the only side to keep a clean sheet down there. The referee this weekend is Darren England. This is his first Newcastle fixture of the campaign. Uh, the last game he took charge uh, involving Newcastle was the 2-0 home victory over Leicester City in the carabao cup last season and on var which is often switched off is peter banks so malcolm another big game for newcastle because it's the next one uh, this is a game they've got to be looking to get maximum points and bouncing straight back hasn't it these next two games yeah. need six, six points really because of what's round the corner in january
1: yeah yes luton town and nottingham forest six points absolute must but kenilworth road is not a ground to suit newcastle united it is it's very tight um and uh, uh it newcastle like to stretch the play out somewhat you're very limited there at Kenilworth road um and they they're hugely fit and they really do knock the ball about very very well indeed um and i'll, I'll, I'll I was absolutely fascinated with how they contained Arsenal, um, Luton at Kenilworth Road, and almost won the game. They were three-two up until late on, and, Ar- and Arsenal—they uh, well—they literally got a last-second um, winning goal. Um, and, and, uh, uh, and but Luton are playing some. Very, very good stuff indeed. They're going to be very difficult to beat. Um, and Newcastle are really going to have to be on top form. Uh, we need to get more shots at goal. That's for sure. Other players have got to come in and uh, 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 and do a bit more than they're doing um, uh, around, uh, around Wilson. And... Um, uh, and I just hope that tactically we are, you know, cut the cut the game into segments. You know that it, it, and and I, I don't see Newcastle doing this. That there's sort of plan A, and that's sort of from the first whistle to the very last whistle. Um, but um, but when you're playing away from home, uh, the one thing that uh, that you say just just before going out of your dressing room is first 15 minutes do not let anything happen um do not allow shots on goals keep them outside of the penalty area and so on and so forth um and so frustrate the home side for the first 15 minutes last quarter of an hour then depending on what the the result uh, uh, the the, the score line is at the time, then you set your target. But if you're if you're leading, shut shop up. That's and for heaven's sake, we, we just haven't been doing that. We could have had numerous more points if we have been prepared to in the last 10 or 15 minutes, just shut the shop up, keep things tight. Don't let the opposition have any space. Um, and uh, 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 well, five or six points would have taken us right into the top three, I think, John, wouldn't they?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be intriguing. And um, yeah. uh, I look at it, I mean, the warning, you can look at the table. And if you look at the table, you see the three sides have come up and, and stormed up from the championship. Mm-hmm. Or the three sides, that's going to go back down. Because Everton aren't going to do that Will Bournemouth uh, Whatever, whatever But it looks as though it could be You know, the three sides Have come up or the three sides going to go down However, the warning is with Luton And it's been touched upon already I mean, they drew At home, I'm talking about Luton at home They drew At home 1-1 with Liverpool They They led mm. Against Arsenal And just got gifted to death And scored a lot of goals against them And led against Manchester City And Mm -hmm. just got gifted to death So they've almost beaten or drawn With Arsenal and Man City And they've drawn with Liverpool So there is a threat that we've got to be aware of um, And they utilise a tight ground well By bombing balls into the box One touch down the wing Andrew's town's in the box. Let's fight for it. Let's see what we get off it. And Newcastle are in very vulnerable away from home, which is why I'm taking Newcastle to win. Because it's about time we defied all the odds when we're not as bad as the doom makers would suggest. We've been incredibly unlucky. Yes, we've made mistakes. Of course, everybody makes, makes mistakes, but a lot of them have been fatigued and we're so limited and will be again in terms of personnel. But we've got to get out there. We, we cannot feel sorry for ourselves. If we feel mm-hmm. sorry for ourselves, we'll lose. We yeah. have got to say, hey, wait a minute, look at the table. We are up at the top end They're down at the bottom end There's a reason for that They haven't just got unlucky And we are hopeless but we're in the top seven There's a reason for that huge gap And we are going to exploit that Now yes, it's going to be a head count We don't know And we won't know until an hour before the game starts What the Newcastle team's going to be Because Eddie's not going to tell us tomorrow bless. Um he won't be sitting up tonight saying, what can I say? He knows what to say. We'll find out tomorrow. We're, we're, oh, we'll have to check on him. We'll have to check on that. And then the team comes out and there's, there's always a huge surprise in it somewhere, which is rather marvellous. But, as Malcolm said, we have got to start getting shots. It might well be that Gordon doesn't make it. He was one of our wonderful guys. But it might also be that Isaac does and plays out wide to Wilson. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, so there's that possibility, but we have got to get more shots on goals. We've yeah. got it, we've got to, in as I've said, and Steve has said and Malcolm has said, there's no ifs or buts about this game. We have to win. We have to beat Luton because we've then got to beat Forest. And we will beat Forest, by the way, because it's St. James's Park. And we do win at St James's Park all the yeah. time in the Premier League. We will beat Forest, but we've also got to beat Luton. It's no good. We went to Everton and lost. We went to Bournemouth and lost. We can't afford that sort of thing again. We so the the main task of Newcastle United as we see out 2023 is to beat Luton. Because Forrest will then take if we beat Luton, Forest will take care of itself. But we've mm-hmm. got to beat Luton first. And I, I am taking us to beat Luton.
0: Two nil. I'm going, John. What about you?
2: I'm, I'm going. I, I think there's a great chance of that. I'll let them have a goal because of the way they play. Two one. And by the way, I'll settle for two one now. Two is wonderful. Yes. But
1: we, we right. will win. We will win. Yes. Luton, Luton will score. Of that, I'm fairly convinced. Um, they are good going forward. Um, but I'm I'm going to take Newcastle um, in this, uh, and I've got a feeling that there's going to be a few goals, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it, that it could be a three-two victory to Newcastle United. Yeah, that
2: would be good fun. That would be good. Yeah. fun By yeah. the way, all that
1: matters is
2: three. We've took a victory. I mean, actually, that, that doesn't matter. All that matters is Newcastle do it for us on our behalf. But yeah, a, three,
0: a, a three-two winning spend Botman to sit on the ball, John.
2: Hey, wouldn't that be nice? I mean, I, I, would, I would definitely, as long as he doesn't sit on the ball for one of their goals. Like, I mean, yeah, exactly. yes, I, I would have a little and get the fag out and have a gin. I think that's a, that sounds good to me.
0: Well, you've got a week off, guys. Next week, uh, I just want to say uh, thanks for everything this year. Uh, we will be welcoming you back after Christmas, though, and uh, I'm sure you'd love to wish our our viewers a happy Christmas, lads.
1: Absolutely, yes. Do have a wonderful Christmas. Uh, yeah.
2: And... Absolutely, thoroughly deserved. Enjoy it. It's been a roller coaster year, but it's had a lot more ups and downs and a lot more ups compared with the 15 years that went. Before we got into this happy stage of of events Have a lovely, lovely time Um, And as I've always said Keep the faith And the best
1: present that we could get Are three points uh, against Luton And three points at home against Nottingham Forest
2: no, no question. If we do that, I'll be raising a glass of gin to everyone. And uh, if we lose and I'm decimated, I'll be drowning in a glass of gin. Well, I'm so sorry, but I can <laughs> only I'll be, only a be raising
1: a glass of water to you, John.
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, okay, lad. Man. Have a good one Take care lad.
1: And you, Steve. Bye, mate. Bye.